Our reading is from the Gospel of Luke. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what they had been told about the child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Your singing is so lovely. For the last six weeks, or is it six months, we've been hearing Christmas music everywhere we go in the grocery store, the malls are everywhere, and and I'm okay with Mariah Carey and Lady Gaga and all the rest singing their version of the Christmas carols, but it's sure nice to hear a church sing them and to have an organ. It's good to be here together on this night. I think for all but one night of my life, all but one Christmas Eve that I know of, I have been in church on Christmas Eve. Would that be true for most of you? Maybe some of you, it's your first Christmas Eve, to which we say welcome. It is a night to, uh, to gather and to sing. It's unusual that we are together in this space in the evening, and so it has a different sense about it as we light candles and we sing. In the Jewish tradition, when you uh, celebrate a Passover Haggadah, you say, why is this night different than any other night? And it's repeated over and over again. And I think about that on Christmas Eve in the church. Why is this night different than any other night? Surely it's different that we're here in the evening. It's 
certainly a lot of energy and wonderful energy from our children who are thinking about certain visitors who may be coming later. There is a, a wonderful sense of having family near that perhaps doesn't get to be with us all the time. There is also a sense, I'm sure, for some of us of sorrow of a family member that is missing, somebody that has perhaps passed away in this year, relationships that are strained. And we carry all of that into this holy night. For me, I think of this night as one of what the Celtic Christians would call the thin spaces, the places where the border between heaven and earth is very thin. Places where we can sense the holiness of God entering into our lives. We tell this very familiar story that you could probably almost recite by heart. I always, when we're reading the the, the Christmas story, I can hear Linus saying it in the Charlie Brown Christmas special. But we hear this story, and it, it rings in our, our souls, but I think it's a story about these thin places where God enters in, where, where the, the line between heaven and earth is very permeable. A border crossing, if you will, where God enters into our lives. We sometimes think of God as something way, way up here, distant and removed, disengaged and unaffected. But on Christmas and in the Christian story, we are reminded that God is a God that comes right in the middle of our lives, right in the most vulnerable place in the birth of a child. Our God is a God... In the Christian tradition, we say that Christ is Emmanuel, God with us. And on this night, what makes this night different is that we receive that gift. We just for an hour maybe and and hopefully longer allow that beautiful mystery to come and be among us as we sing and as we gather in pews and as we light candles and we remember that Christ's light shines in the darkness of the world. Whatever goes on in the world, we are reminded that a light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it. Christ comes to us in the midst of all that happens in our lives and enters in, crosses the border, and brings to us God's presence. And so my prayer for each one of us tonight is that in whatever way that you need it tonight, that the borders of your heart might receive Christ, might receive whatever that is, whatever that gift is that God would have for you tonight. Love, peace, reconciliation, joy, hope. Allow Christ to be in this space with us tonight as we light our candles tonight. We'll light the Christ candle, and we'll pass that light to all of you. And as you receive that Christ candle, let it, let it be a part of you. Let it, let it sink into you that Christ has come to be with you this night and every night. 
So let us receive this gift with joy, with gratitude. And this most holy night, may the thin spaces of our heart be open and may Christ be revealed among us. Amen. Stranger 
Dear. 